0: There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made. Well, self-educating, getting work, building businesses and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed.
1: Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We are extremely happy to have you. Uh, if you have not heard about this, we have a newsletter and it comes out once a week and it is awesome. There's a bunch of cool stuff in there. There are things like Different jobs that are really friendly to degree free people. Degree free news, like changes to apprenticeship or different companies that are rolling back their degree required policies. You're going to want to see that. And then also we tend to include resources that uh, Ryan and I use that we find really helpful in our degree free journey and for our businesses as well. So there's just a bunch of cool stuff in there, and you are going to want to sign up because you don't want to miss it. Uh, and then also if you could like and subscribe to the podcast, we'd really appreciate that. And if you want to grab the newsletter, head on over to degreefreenetwork.com and sign up.
0: Yeah. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stay motivated while applying. It's a doozy. It's like really difficult.
1: It's It is one of the hardest things as an adult that you can do.
0: <laughs> super, super difficult. And it's something that we get a lot. And it's something that we've experienced a lot mm-hmm. also. So we just figured something good to talk about when you're applying. I think the very first thing that we have to remember is that on average, it takes a hundred applications just to get an interview.
1: This is for, this is the national average people. This is for everybody. Now that sounds like a
0: really large number. The reason why that sounds like a large number is because it is.
1: it's obnoxious people. We're not saying it's right, but that is how it is right now.
0: Yeah. And I think if you get that number in your mind to at least give you that kind of point of reference, it allows you to be a little bit easier on yourself. Because what we're talking about here is really the motivation factor is really just The self-talk that you have and the stories that you tell yourself in your head Mm -hmm. while you're applying. And it's difficult. You're out there for days, weeks, months for a lot of people. And you're constantly receiving emails that says you haven't been chosen for this position. You haven't even gotten an interview. We're not talking about dealing with rejection. We're just talking about how to stay motivated when applying. Yep. You know? And it's one of those things that if you remember a hundred applications for one interview, that really helps to just keep it in perspective.
1: Yeah, because I see people, uh, and it's I, a lot of it. I think are recent college graduates where I see them make videos about they're in the depths of despair and they're crying because they can't get a job. And then I'm look, you know, I'll ask sometimes or I'll look in the comments to see how many times they apl- like how many jobs they applied to. And sometimes it's like seven. I'm like, kid, you are not even on the board. Like you, you you don't even exist right now. Like you are not playing the game until you put in like 200 to 300 job applications. Then you can start to worry if something is wrong with your resume. Like maybe you need to tweak your resume or whatever, whatever, whatever. You need to add some additional skills. But for most people, they're throwing a fit before they even get to 100. And I'm like, yeah, that's just how many, that's what you got to do in order to get you know, in order to get an interview at all, and I think for a lot of people too, um, they don't realize that they're being too picky with the amount of companies that they're applying to. They're applying to like four companies, and then they're not getting, they're not hearing anything back, or they get rejection, and they're they're all woe is me now. And it's just the frame of reference. Like it takes a hundred applications to get one interview on average. So don't get discouraged if you are below a hundred. Like you you're not you're not even playing yet. You know.
0: Yeah. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It really is. And I think you, you did touch on something that is important, especially going forward is that your resume and your application and the things that are on your resume and the way that it's formatted, that definitely plays a role in it. I mean, it definitely does. Um, and you're going to want to, as best as possible, tailor your resume for the job that you're applying for. And this is kind of outside of the scope of this podcast, but just really quickly, you know, if you're applying to, you know, three different types of roles in a company or at different companies, rather, you know, then you should have three different resumes for each one of those. So, an example would be like if you're applying to be a customer service person, or if you're applying to be a salesperson, or if you're applying to be a marketing person, you should have three resumes for that. But that's, like I said, that's a little outside of the scope of this, but just yes, definitely the way that you format your resume has an impact. That being said, generally speaking, if your resume is already good, we're assuming that your resume is good to go. We're assuming that you're tailoring it. We're assuming that you're just now applying. Mm-hmm. You've just got to apply and you just have to keep hitting that apply button as much as possible. Yep, And, you know, don't be spammy, but apply.
1: Yep, apply as a lot of places because you need you need to get numbers. Right, that's, that's what you got to do.
0: And you know, if you think that, I think one of the keys here too, and and I've fall I've fallen victim to this is that even if it doesn't seem like you're a perfect fit for the role, you should still apply. Mm-hmm. You might get it, you might not. Chances are you're not going to get it, right? I mean. If it takes a hundred applications, chances are you're not going to get it. Yep. That being said, if you do, then you got it. That's one. Mm-hmm. But also you might get a callback for a different role that that recruiter or that HR manager is like, okay, well, you're not a perfect fit for this role, but what about this role? Mm-hmm. And that happens all the time. Yep. Right. And you just need how is that HR manager or how is that recruiter supposed to know that you're looking for work without you telling them that you're looking for work right. in the form of applying to the job?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, and one of the big things to to keep in mind when applying is that for most people, you only need one yes.
1: Yep, and there's. A lot of people who I think are too too picky also about uh, the jobs they're applying for. and they they get down because they're not getting the results that they want they're not getting yeses from like the, like I said, the 10 companies they applied to. But the thing is you got to keep in perspective that you need work. If you, if you need a job, you need work and you need a yes. And so you need to be open to getting that yes from anywhere you apply to. And you really need to broaden the spectrum of companies you're willing to apply to in order to get that yes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and more of what I was saying is just that like past every no, is a possibility of a yes mm-hmm. right? like you're gonna have to run through the nose in order to get eventually get a yes, yeah, and like I was saying, for most people, you're just looking for one job, and so when they say yes, that's where you're gonna stop um but you know some people need two jobs or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you just keep going though um ha- having those two things in mind definitely helps to. Kind of depersonalize it, right? Because I think a lot of what people get into is like, oh, is something wrong with me? Is something wrong with my resume? Is something wrong with the way that I'm approaching this? Probably not.
1: No. Yeah. Oftentimes not. Probably not. No. It's probably just you don't have the numbers.
0: Yeah. It's just a numbers game. Yep. And that just really helps to. Think about it in that way. Mm -hmm. You need over a hundred to get one interview. That's not to get a job. That's to get an interview.
1: Yes. And then that interview, okay, you get rejected. Now you. Now you need another hundred. You need another hundred. To get a chance. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's a weird job market right now. We keep saying it, but it's true. Yeah. It's just wild. Like there's just no, you know, there, I, I feel like at this point too, there's like equal chance of you getting hired on the first shot as you getting hired on the 200th shot. Like it's so weird. And, and then there's also the timing too. Like if you, if you are applying towards the tail end of the open applications, right? And there's 200 applicants ahead of you, the likelihood of you getting that job now is really low, right? So that one almost doesn't even count as a full application because of the timing of your application. And it's easier for people to apply now than it ever has been. So you have to keep that in mind as well too. If you are looking at a job that's highly publicized, especially one that's like on LinkedIn or something, you you gotta look at how many people are applying ahead of you too. I think that does matter as well. Yeah,
0: definitely. One of the things that's going to help us. I mean, it's helped us in the past, and I think help most people, is making a schedule, just like everything else that we suggest. Right. And Just kind of remembering that it's a marathon and not a sprint. And I know that for a lot of people listening, you could be unemployed and you could be, you're like, frick, I need work. Now, I need work now. But, you know, if you, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't hit the ground running, you absolutely should. If you lose your job suddenly, you need to hit the ground running. Get in the game. Yeah. That being said, Okay. How, realistically, how many applications do you think you can put in in a day?
1: The application burnout is real um, too, because if you're, if you're putting in, you know, hundreds a day, well, you, you're probably going to get results from that. You're also going to get burned out doing that really quick. You can probably only do that for a week. And then you're you're not going to be able to mentally, you're not going to be able to deal. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I do and exactly what I've done. And exactly what I suggest people do, which is at the very beginning of it, I think that one of the best approaches is taking a front-loaded approach, especially if you are unemployed. So what I mean by that is that when you first realize that you want to get a new job and you're gonna start applying, okay, if you know the numbers, if you know that it's gonna be a hundred in order to get an interview. Well then, you probably want to get to that hundred as quick as possible, mm-hmm. and so you you can say, "All right, I'm gonna do twenty applications for five days,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Twenty applications a day for five days, or I'm gonna do fifty applications one day, which that's a lot."
1: That is a lot. It's if you're doing it on LinkedIn, it's much more achievable. Well, yeah. I mean, if apply. you're doing easy apply, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm thinking not doing easy apply.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but, That would be a lot. But
0: yes, if you're doing, if you're just doing easy apply on LinkedIn, then I mean, you're just spamming a button It's right. easy. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking about not doing easy apply. I'm thinking about doing a cover letter and all that, uh, which is takes a lot of time. Yeah. Right. But what I suggest is front loading the work. So getting to that, not that hundred, as quickly as possible, without blowing your brains out,
1: mm-hmm. you know, without <laughs> it's hard. Yeah,
0: without wanting to just like smash your head into the computer screen. Yeah, you know, and and then from there though, you kind of go onto a maintenance dose. Yeah, which is like, okay, now I have my hundred out there. Hope I have my hundred lines out there. Hopefully, I get one bite. And then
1: they do like twenty or thirty on Sunday nights, and you know you do twenty on Monday nights if you're really ambitious exactly
0: and or you could just say, i'm gonna do fifty a week, yeah, i'm gonna do." 25 a week
1: and you can do it whenever. So you can do, you can do 50 on Sunday. Uh, Sunday night's the best night to apply. Uh, it's been said. So the reason is because then Monday morning, you're the first thing in the app, in the, in the recruiters inbox, right? You're, you're first, you're top of the pile. Um, but you could apply Sunday, you know, Sunday and Monday, or you could apply, uh, you know, Monday through Friday and you just apply during business I probably avoid applying on Fridays, but you can apply Monday through Friday and do 10 a day. Well, that's kind of
0: that's kind of more like application optimization Mm -hmm. of the days to apply. I think at the beginning,
1: you need the numbers.
0: You need the numbers. Just Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Right. And if it and if you got to do it Monday through Friday, then do it. Mm -hmm. Right. But it could also be nice that say if you want to do fifty a week Sunday night. You do twenty five Monday night. You do twenty five, mm-hmm. and then you're done for the whole week. And that's what I was talking about on maintenance. Those is that I like to parse it out by week, mm-hmm. and then once you've hit that number, stop. Yeah, just stop. Put your applications away, close down the computer. Don't look at LinkedIn again until you get a message about an about an interview. Yeah, and then start it again the next week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, because that's gonna help you. To not get burnt out yeah. and stay motivated, yeah, you know right, and you're trying to stay in the fight as long as possible
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you need results,
1: right, no, I think that that's a really good that's a really good way to look at it, yeah. yeah, and and much more, yeah, much more sustainable for most people, right, yeah,
0: just not time boxing it, but rather putting a quota mm-hmm. putting on a, how many
1: you gotta do right,, uh, exactly. I like that
0: putting a quota on this is how many. Applications I want to do per week, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I said, if you're if you're unemployed, it's probably a little more urgent that you get a new job.
1: Yes, and you can put down more numbers than most people if that's all you're doing,
0: right? Rather than the person that's working, and they're like, okay, I just want to see what else is out there. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're already working and you don't really hate your job and you're just trying to see if you can up your pay, right? Maybe your numbers are smaller, mm-hmm. right? And so maybe it's like I'm gonna do ten a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do five on Sunday night and I'm going to do five on Monday night. Yeah. Or if if that's too much on one night, you'd be like, I'm going to do two a day for five days, Monday through Friday mm-hmm. and just do it. And so with all of that comes tracking.
1: Yeah. You got to keep track.
0: Keeping track. If you do keep accurate records and you keep it in it, I suggest a spreadsheet yeah. guys. Um
1: yeah, just use Excel or Google Sheets yeah, or whatever.
0: There are plenty of um if you look up like job search tracker, there are plenty There's of templates. templates out there that you mm-hmm. could use. And you know, I think in the future we're probably gonna make one for you guys. Yeah. We'll keep Where you can track
1: fun. responses and interviews and yes yeah. or no and when you applied and all that all that jazz. Yeah.
0: And using one of these sheets is gonna be huge. Mm-hmm. It's a little depressing when you start to get into the, the hundreds,
1: and you're looking at the numbers. You're like, "Wow, that's a lot of applications."
0: Right. But to try to flip that on a it it's actually great. I like to think of it as motivating, right? Because you're like, "Okay, I know that I have a hundred, and this is all based off of that number.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I know that I have a hundred in there. I've had two interviews so far. Yep. I'm." I'm more
1: than I'm double. Ahead of percentage. Yeah, I'm ahead of the percentage. And you got to think of the applications too. Like you're increasing the surface area for you to get a job uh, interview. That's what it is. The more applications you have, the more likely it is you'll get an interview.
0: Because, like I said, how are companies supposed to know, how are HR and recruiters supposed to know that you're looking for a job without you telling them that you're looking for a job? They the can't. more companies that you tell that you're looking for a job, the more chance of you getting hired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Tracking it is super important. It allows you to see where you've been and see where you're going. It also when you when your applications start getting into the hundreds, people are gonna start coming out of the woodwork. Like yeah. your email. I mean, I, I hope this happens to you, but we've seen this happen with a lot of people when you start getting into those numbers, I mean, you've experienced it
1: personally. Yeah. It's it's once you get past a certain threshold, I think it's probably once I got past like 250 or 300, I started to get responses. And sometimes you get responses from companies even that originally turned you down, which I've noticed yeah. is a thing.
0: And you're just starting, you're starting to get people coming back to you. And then you're like, what, what company is this? Mm-hmm. What? And then like, also a lot of times you can kind of. Deduce the company by the email address and by, you know, obviously the email signatures and stuff like that. But you might not remember the job title. Yeah. You might not remember what the job description was.
1: And then you're going to look like a fool when you're interviewing for a job that you can't remember what it was called or what they need you to do.
0: Right. And especially if you've applied to XYZ company and you've applied to seven different positions at XYZ company.
1: Yes. yes. I've had that where I got through, I got halfway through an interview and I, I just didn't know and I couldn't find it. This was a while back and I got halfway through an interview, before I realized what I was interviewing for, yeah, it was crazy, you know. And you just have to, th- like, you if you ever do that, you just have to ask the recruiter a lot of questions so that you can kind of cover it and see if they'll come out and say whatever it's for. But that is very risky, and I would not recommend doing that. It was very dumb, you know. But sometimes you uh, do so many applications, and if you're not tracking, you you just can't remember. Yeah, so, so tracking is gonna be not only.
0: If you look at it from the view that like, okay, I've got two hundred in, which means I should be getting an interview any day now. If you not only look at it from that perspective, it can also help you practically by being a tracker and mm-hmm. keeping track of the things that you can't keep track of because you've put in two hundred freaking applications. Right. Yeah. Right. And a little a little note about that, like you said, what there is a critical mass of applying where people start to contact you. Yeah. That's not to say that you can stop applying at that point.
1: No, you need to in fact double down, keep going.
0: Yeah, because it's working.
1: Yeah, and now you can have more options too. It's working. Like you can be pickier, you can leverage, you know, you can leverage stuff. You can also if you're if you're fielding 3, you know, 3 interviews and you you kind of can get a feel for which company you're most interested in and it'll just help you feel like you're more competitive too because you're going to have two other people after you, which is good. So anecdotally you
0: would say that number like just to keep people motivated and to kind of give them a, I you think it's th- probably 300 300 or so or more yeah
1: it's a lot yeah it it is it is a lot people uh, i have i've definitely um n- not originally my uh, i think that when i first transitioned from um from te- from sales into tech uh, m- my it was very easy but it is a wildly different job market from the one that i why I went into wildly different. And so now, yeah, you got to put numbers on the board. You know,
0: one of the things that like, I kind of want to talk about because when I hear 300, I'm like, really 300?
1: I think that's low. People
0: are just like, how do you even get to that number? Like what, like, like, you know, it just seems like a, a number that's It's a fake number.
1: Well, you know what it is too, though. Is is you're assuming that I think people are assuming that 300 of them are successfully received and looked at by a recruiter, but they're not. The reason the number is so high is because the hiring system is broken.
0: But what I wanted to, my, what I'm asking is more like, how do you get to that number?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean Uh, this is. so, so yeah, time, I would say that it's probably at this point too, I'm pretty good at it. So I'm good at I know which roles are going to look at me. I know which resume structure is going to be attractive to them because of which experience I'm like, this experience is relevant to this position. And so I'll, s- I know what resume, cause I've tailored resumes specifically to specific jobs that of, of titles I've previously had. So if I'm applying for this specific title, I send them this resume and I know that the likelihood of success in this you know, in this resume category and in this type of company and um, at this level of application. So like if there's six other applicants and I put my application in, my odds are way higher, right? Of getting a response. Whereas if I'm the 127th applicant on a job that I'm not really super relevant for, that one's kind of a wash because it's like, it's unlikely they'll call me back. Right? So you just have, you just have to like, you just have to put up numbers. So I can get to the point now where um, you come up with a few different job titles that you know that you can frequently search like on Google and on LinkedIn. And you know that you have solid resumes for those jobs. And then you make sure that you're putting up up a certain amount of numbers on the board for each one every week, right? So I could easily do 50 applications in a night, you know, on LinkedIn. Um, And then probably another 20 off, off of LinkedIn at this point, if I'm really trying. And so I think for a lot of people, um, they just have to, they just have to know that in order to get that amount up, you just have to, like you said, make a schedule, stick to it, know which categories you're strong in applications, and then um, know which resume to submit so that there's relevant application you know, information for the recruiter. So they're more likely to call you back.
0: Awesome. I think what I was trying to say was that I, you need time. That's what I yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to say.
1: Yeah, it take it t- it took like two months to get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But two months of doing that. No,
0: that was super good. That was super yeah. that was super but relevant. Yeah, it
1: took months. That was it took like two months.
0: It was like I was trying to like fish for something and then like
1: it's like it's like one of your it's like when your history teacher is like, And who was the and 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 you're like, Oh I know, but you don't know the answer yeah, to like whatever question like they're asking.
0: Throw you a softball and I was like expecting nope. it to be hit back to me. I mean I did. Yeah, you did. You hit it out of the park.
1: I did thank you. You hit it out of
0: the park. That's I wasn't expecting you to hit it out of the park. Thank you.
1: Um two months. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. Yes, exactly. We, which is interesting, actually, one of the little side fact um
1: Ooh, a side fact, my favorite type of fact.
0: Yeah. Well, the for all those unemployed out there now, um, the average unemployment as of November twenty twenty one, the average length. It's like twenty nine weeks now.
1: Holy cheese! That yeah. is a lot. And so, I didn't even know that. It's uh tough. It's tough guys the system the system is broken it doesn't mean you can't still work in it and operate in it but it's bad it's just there's just no way around and i think acknowledging that probably helps too because a lot of people are just like it's me there's something wrong with me and it's like no not really it's just a really wild it's just there's a lot of factors at play they're very difficult they're very complex there's problems with the hiring systems people use there's problems with honestly too right now a lot of the recruiters are way overworked and they are They are just like not—they're not operating at peak efficiency because they're just getting thrown to the wolves. And there's been like record resignations of recruiters because their work environment is so bad. So like, there's a lot that's going into this right now too. Um, And then there's just the rise of remote work too. As now there's different times. There's just all these different things that are happening all at once. And then there's still a ton of people resigning from jobs, but then there's like a massive surplus of jobs. But In the tech industry, there's also an explosion of new roles, and so much so that like a lot of the roles don't really have defined requirements for their characteristics. So they're putting in new recruiters who don't know how to assess people to assess roles that there aren't even defined responsibilities for in addition to the broken, like general, like hiring software. So there's just a lot of problems all at once. And so I just think people should know you're going in like, it's kind of a, it's kind of a war you're going into, like you're going into a battlefield here. You got to like pick up your sword and get ready to fight. Cause it's hard to get a job, but it's hard to apply for jobs. It's not really hard to get a job. Um, but just keep in mind that, that that is against you, but that's not showing that you are not that you're not a good candidate. It just means that you're not being effective at applying, you know, and, and the way to be effective is just to put up numbers.
0: The reason why I brought up the 29 weeks was that I just wanted people to kind of know that. And so that the more information the better. And especially if you lose your job suddenly. Don't be discouraged by the twenty nine weeks. You're in week one.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: lose your job now, you're in week one. yeah, and now you you have the opportunity to beat the average, right? You have the opportunity to get a job at next week, and the way that you're going to do that is you're going to apply, and you're going to stay motivated while applying. Yep. right. And yeah, it, as Hannah saying, it takes two months to get uh, up to three hundred where people start calling you, you know. Maybe you maybe you're trying to get up to three hundred now.
1: Within right? the next couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then you keep doing that rolling application like Ryan was saying. Then you just keep your numbers up as the weeks go on.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, I just that's that's why I brought it up, just to so people can stay motivated with okay, this is this is normal. Mm-hmm. It's week six and I haven't got and I haven't got a job yet. And you know, when once you start reaching those later weeks of the job hunt. This is when this episode is really going to come into play Yeah, because it is tough. Mm -hmm. It is tough. And so now that you've got your system down, now that you're tracking and everything like that, and you're doing it Sunday, Monday or Monday through Friday, whatever your system is, whatever you've decided and you're in week six, week seven, week eight of the job hunt. Now you're like, holy moly. I am tired. Mm -hmm. I am sick and tired of applying to these jobs.
1: Yeah. It's pointless. Nobody reads them. Nobody sees it. Nothing's happening.
0: And that's when you have to really take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have to have other things going on outside of applying to the jobs in order to feel like you have a win on the day. Yeah. Right. So if that's going, working out every day, Doing yoga, going for walks with your wife, your kids, your dog, your dog, whatever. Um, if that's you know, reading a book, mm-hmm. doing something
1: that you like that, that makes you feel good. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't. Ideally, preferably not gaming. I've, I will say that. Preferably something that's not also on the computer. It's you got to get away from the screens from a little bit for a little bit because it's just much. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah.
0: Ideally, you want to do something that involves people mm-hmm. because the uh, applying to jobs is very, very lonely mm-hmm. because only you can do it. I mean, you can have other people do it actually.
1: Yeah. You could have other people apply but for you.
0: Most people, 99% of people are going to do it themselves. Yeah. And because you're doing it yourself and it's just you and the computer screen and the mouse and the keyboard for hours every day, or for however long, and you're now in the eighth, sixth week of doing it, you're gonna want to have something to look forward to. Ideally, with other people, mm, mm-hmm. you know, seconded. Uh, whether whether or not that's dinner or uh, you know whatever, mm-hmm. um, working out really helps. To
1: it, it does. Yeah, physical movement.
0: Yeah, it's very easy to. Be depressed during these times. It's very easy to start feeling down because you might not even be hearing rejection at this point. You're it's just silence. You're literally hearing nothing. Because at least in interviews, most interviews, you 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 get rejected. You get an answer. Yeah, you'll get an answer. Yeah, but when you're applying, a lot of times you don't get an answer at all. No, and it's just like you throw it out in the ether, and you don't receive any feedback, and that's tough. Yeah. You know, and that's yep. tough
1: and discouraging.
0: Yeah. It's going to bust you down.
1: Yep. And it, it will, <laughs> and you could be a really mentally strong person, but it is going to, it is going to wear you. It's going to grind you down. It is for sure. So you just have to keep, you just have to keep your head up and keep the keeping the numbers in mind really helps because then you're like, okay, it's not, you know, it's not me, it's this, and it's just numbers. And I just got to keep going.
0: And then, you know, after you're taking care of your body and your soul and your spirit by Talking to people or working mm-hmm. out, doing something that you enjoy, picking up a hobby. I think the next thing to do is you have to celebrate, especially celebrating small wins. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in the second month of applying and it's like, what the heck? This is crazy. You know, when you do get an interview, instead of thinking about oh, it as my eighth interview. You know what I mean? Like I haven't. Nobody said yes yet. You know. Instead, think of it. Think of it differently. Celebrate that you got the interview. Mm -hmm. Right. Like right on. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Like high five your roommate or your spouse or your mom and dad or whatever.
0: Yeah. Go. You know. Do do a special lunch for yourself.
1: It could be as small as not that it's. There's there's downsides to using food as a reward, but sometimes though it's it's like a small inexpensive way to motivate yourself. So whatever I get why people do it and I get why I do, but you know, if it's, it could be something as like, I'm going to go get a, I'm going to go get a McDonald's iced coffee for a dollar because instead of making coffee at home today because I got an interview. Like that's still a small form of celebration. That's fine. You know, if you, if you, if that makes you feel like you got a little reward for doing something, then do it, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, um,
1: renting a movie or something that you want to watch. If right. you don't normally rent movies, you know, like tonight I'm going to rent like a Marvel movie to watch because uh I got an interview, you know. Not even like not even you got the interview and got the job, but you just got an interview, which is a breakthrough. But yeah.
0: Celebrating the small wins. I think it's got to do it. It's necessary. It, in the especially in the later in time. the slog. Right. <laughs> because in the first week or two, you you it's going to be all smiles. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, oh, "I can do it. I can do it. I can do it."
1: Week 4 is you're just and like, then, "There's I'm going to be doing this forever. Yep. There's no end. I'm in the pit of despair." Yep. That's how it feels. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Alone, by yourself. Yeah, I think that's it for today. Um but yeah, definitely just don't get discouraged. Keep your head up. Um make sure you're tracking your applications. And make sure you're putting the right amount of numbers on the board so you can actually get results. Because that's what it really comes down to in this job market. Um, But yeah, please please uh, go to degreefreenetwork.com and uh, sign up for our newsletter because we put a lot of valuable stuff, even even stuff like this, like ways, you know, ways for you to celebrate your wins. Um, we talk about different job application opportunities, uh, news, degree-free news, where we talk about companies that are prioritizing hiring degree-free, just cool stuff that you don't want to miss. And then make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. That really helps us. And it helps people who are looking for it. And even though they don't know it yet.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And if you guys have any uh, questions or just want to get in touch, uh, contact at degreefreenetwork.com, drop us a line, follow us on social media. She's at Hannah Mariyama. I'm at Ryan K. Mariyama and uh, the podcast at Degree Free Pod. Um, I think that's it guys. Just remember it's a numbers game. Mm -hmm. It's a numbers game when you're applying in your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, 29th week, whatever week. You know, you just got to keep your head up. Remember that it only takes one person to say yes to you, it takes one person. Um, but yeah, keep it up, guys. I know you can do it. Um, until next time, guys. Aloha.